Jen, and this is the Ask Jen Anything podcast. After pursuing a PhD in East Asian Studies, I learned a few things about graduate school, working outside of academia, and applying my knowledge of China, Taiwan, Korea, and Japan to the real world. Since I often get messages from many of my students about graduate studies, I thought I'd start this podcast so that more people can benefit from hearing my perspective. Think of this as your virtual office hour with a friendly senpai, sonbei, tianbei, qinbui. Let's get started. And we're back. This week, I received this question. What are the benefits of pursuing a master's degree and a PhD? What have you been able to develop for yourself in pursuing these levels of education? Let's start with the master's. I think one of the main benefits people think of in obtaining a master's degree is that it improves your job prospects. Yes, for some jobs, having a master's degree can be helpful, whether it's a professional degree or whether it serves as evidence of more focused study. However, it doesn't always correlate with success in the job market. So please consider why you are doing a master's program before you begin. I have no regrets about my own journey except that maybe I should have taken a year off after finishing undergrad to do some volunteering abroad or to gain more work experience. I was the youngest in my cohort and there were definitely moments where I felt intimidated because I was so young. Looking back, I can think of at least five benefits to pursuing a master's degree that helped me on my professional and personal development journey. I'll cover what my PhD taught me in my next episode. Benefit number one, you gain a deeper understanding of a subject area that you're interested in. I'm sure by now you know that an undergraduate career expands your knowledge in various fields that are related to your majors and or minors, but there's so much more to learn about one area of interest that really does take time. A master's program is great for this because you usually only choose one discipline and with smaller class sizes, a lot of discussion can occur. And I think that's what most people think they're going to get out of a master's program, which is more specialized learning and more knowledge about an area of interest. Benefit number two, in a master's program, you'll get to do research on a different level and you really get to see whether you'd like to pursue further research. Think of it as a testing ground for future researchers. You'll likely be working with professors who are doing active research and you'll be up to date with the latest ideas in your field. I would say that here is when I started to realize how much I enjoyed doing research and learning. You will be doing lots of readings to stay up to date. So when you do these readings, ask yourself, is it fascinating to you? I think a major research paper or a thesis is a good taste of what it's like to produce original research. You read quite a bit and you have to summarize and analyze various authors and perspectives to form your own opinion. If by the end of the first semester you don't like academic writing or don't find it as intriguing and exciting as you first imagined, you should consider why. It's not to say that if you don't enjoy your master's program that you can't do a PhD. In fact, you can always do another master's program in a different field. Or maybe you'll find a topic you're particularly interested in later down the road, but it's a good indicator I feel about whether you should go further in academia. On a related note, benefit number three is that it's also a great time to learn how to write grant applications and how to explain your ideas to a general audience. 
Grant applications are a lot of fun, although they can be very stressful when they are due at the same time as your assignments and or exams. But they teach you to rewire your ideas because your application is likely going to be read by some specialists in your field and then others who have absolutely no background in your area of research. Applying for awards, grants, and programs made me really have to explain why my project mattered, not only to others, but also to myself. That said, this is a skill that will be helpful whether you continue in academia or not. In large corporations and small businesses, you'll need to pitch your ideas and make people care. This is like the grad school version of that. Benefit number four, it's a great time to travel abroad and the best time to get out of your comfort zone. Because master's programs are quite short, it's possible to consider doing it at a university well-known in your field that is out of town or in a different country. A year or two away can really broaden your horizons and help you learn more about yourself and how you adapt in a foreign environment outside of your comfort zone. For personal reasons, I didn't go away from my master's program. At the time, I wasn't ready to leave home for two years, even if it was for somewhere close by, and I had received a scholarship to complete my program in the city where I grew up. But if you're able to secure funding and do your program elsewhere, I think it's the perfect length of time to be away, and you'll always know you can come home within one or two years or fly back if you're feeling homesick. Alternatively, you can go away for part of your program. So even though I didn't go abroad for a full master's program, I did spend half of mine in Taiwan as an exchange student. My field is specifically East Asian studies, and at the time I was working on translation studies and Taiwanese literature, so it made sense to go there. It was definitely interesting to be in a country I've never lived in, let alone visited. I'll save that for another episode, but my Taiwan experience is why I advocate for more opportunities to study abroad. It is life-changing. Last, and one of my favorite ones to share, benefit number five, you get to build lifelong friendships. This might be one of the greatest benefits of all. There are two types of friendships I'd like to describe. The first is with my amazing mentors. I have met some of the most compassionate and encouraging mentors in my professors and in the administrative staff at the university. They understood my strengths and my weaknesses, listened to my worries, and were always responsive to my concerns. Without them, I don't think I would have pursued a PhD program afterwards. The second is with my classmates, schoolmates, and students I met at conferences from around the world. Being in grad school really is a unique experience that isn't like a 9-to-5 job that I've now experienced. There is a self-discipline that is unique, there is a self-doubt that is unique, and there is just a distinct bond between us. Of course, I still love my friends who aren't in academia, but trust me, for those of us who have been through graduate school, whenever any of us publishes an article in a journal, the sheer joy we feel for one another is really special. Why? Well, because we know how many years of research it took, how many drafts were written, how long the editing process is and was, etc. All in all, I am so glad I was in the cohort I was in, even though, like I said, I felt really young at the time. I was blessed with some of the most down-to-earth, kind, and intelligent people I know. You will have to put in some effort in finding these friends. 
start some awkward conversations, but it's worth it. Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. As you can tell, I had a really great experience getting my master's degree. I got to learn more about a field I was truly interested in, found out I like doing research, learned how to write applications and proposals, traveled abroad for an extended period of time, and made some lifelong friends. Hopefully you can take these ideas into account when deciding whether or not you'd like to pursue graduate school. I'll see you in the next one where I share the benefits and opportunities of a PhD program that are distinct from a master's program. Bye for now!